mind your motives. Models are a representation of both the way things are and the way things ought to be. What do I mean? Take a cue from architecture and building. When a building is to be constructed, you will have to get someone to create and draw up a plan, a 3D model and also structural blueprints. These three serve as a graphical, pictorial and scale model physical representation of the structure to be constructed. These models are created to help prepare the scale of the building to come and visualize the physical expression of the proposed design. Now coming to life, same thing goes. At every point in time, who we are is a raw material for who we ought to become. And in life, there are models too. Physical entities, people that look like or inspire and help us to grow into who we ought to become and help us achieve what we want to achieve. We have models in our parents, our leaders, and people around us in different sectors, industry, and calling. We have informational and instructional models. Informational models are people who we admire and whose work and life inspire us and motivate us to become more. Instructional models are the people whom we have close links and active relationships with, who intentionally and consciously teach us, inspire us, motivate us, help and show us the way, hold our ends and help us work steady without losing our footing, who point us in the right direction and counsel us where we ought to put in the work, who are there with us as we grow through the process of becoming. Parents, spiritual leaders, mentors and coaches make up instructional models. We have physical and mental models. Our informational and instructional models are physical, while our exposure in life serves as mental models. The way we do things, the way we handle situations, the way we live is as a result of the kinds and types of templates and models we've been exposed to, both consciously and unconsciously. For example, men usually tend to grow up and turn out like their fathers or the dominant male figures in their lives, in ability and results, but most especially in personality traits. Simply put, it is due to we humans being products of our environment as much as our genetics. Now that we've examined what and who models are, can you now start to think about the models in your life. Let's see some important models we ought to have in our lives. The important models that we have to mind. The most important model in a man's life or a woman's is his or her father, the biological father. This relationship is the deepest of all model connections, both on the genetical and physical level. And let me add, also on all other levels that influences what he or she becomes. Fathers are permissions. Who they are and the results they command in life becomes a portal or pedestal of allowance for your own becoming. You either leverage and learn their success, or you learn from their failure to reprogram and reposition yourself for success. 
what relationship do you have with your father? The next important models in life are the spiritual leaders you have in your life. Who teach you doctrine, shows you the way of God, shows you life as God has designed it, counsel and are a voice of authority over you, and stand as spiritual oversight over you and yours, over your life. Who is your pastor? Who is your spiritual father? Who are your spiritual parents? Who are you submitted to? And let me quickly add this. There are three fathers that ought to be your strong models in life. Your heavenly father, which is God the father. Your earthly or biological father. And your spiritual father. Next important models are informational and instructional models in all their forms, shapes and sizes. <laughs> Here's what I'm trying to say. Who is your coach and who are your mentors in your field of expertise, in your career, in your business? Who is coaching and or mentoring you? Let me give a quick distinction between a coach and a mentor. A mentor is someone who shares their knowledge, skills and or experience and sometimes their resources to help you develop and grow and attain success in a particular line. A coach on the other hand is someone who provides guidance to you as a client, guidance on your goals and helps you identify strategies to achieve them alongside working with you to reach your full potential. So you have an attached and close relationship with a mentor, but not necessarily with a coach. But they both serve as models. Mental models. What exposure are you asserting on yourself to the end that you may grow, program or reprogram your mind and consume knowledge higher than what you have that will get you where you want to be and into who you want to become? How do we develop mental models? might be by researching and studying the life of people worthy of being role models, might be consuming the materials and works of informational models in books, tapes and other informational materials they are created to help people, might be inserting yourself into an higher perspective environment. Say for example, all you've been exposed to all your life is failed marriages and you consciously and intentionally insert yourself into an environment where marriages are working in order to reprogram both your conscious and unconscious mind, your subconscious, to be exposed to marriages that work and to reaffirm in your mind that marriages actually work. So you are putting yourself in an environment of higher perspective of your previous exposure and programming. This is one way of creating and developing mental models. Models are important, and recapping all I've said, we have models in our parents, spiritual leaders, informational and instructional models. We have physical and mental models, conscious and unconscious models. We live in a world of influence, and the more intentional about the models in your life you are, the better the quality of person you become every day, and the higher the results command in life and business. Mind your models.